To what's this show called? With gutter, gutter talk. Gutter, gutter spoiler. Talk. Gutter wars. Sp- spo- uh, for real though. Spoilers. For reals. For reals. Oh right, that's you not do a have a name. name. I think I'm, I'm tired of that name now. Um, basically, we're here. Uh, you're listening to it. It's a show where we talk about the new Star Wars film. Rise of Skywalker. Is it the Rise of Skywalker? Or just Rise of rise Skywalker. Of. Just Rise of. No, it's rise the Rise of. of. It's what? It's the Rise of. It, oh so it's shit! Not the Skywalker. We're already off to a great start. The Rise of Skywalker. Well, what's the name it's of the movie Star Wars we just watched? Colon Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. So Star Wars: The Movie, the colon, yes? the Rise of the Star Wars. Yeah. Um, a Star Wars story. Uh, so anyway, thank you so much for joining us. We had gone. We were lucky enough to go see the Rise of Skywalker uh, just several hours ago, and uh, we filled our bellies with some chicken and some tea. And we're here, cramped into my tiny kitchen, to discuss this movie and let you listen to it. Um, I'm Johnny Destructo. With me this week is... Noel. Hi. How's it going? Hey. hey. Uh, the, the listeners may know you from the Spoiler Alert the spoiler podcast. Alert. Yes, I do. I do other things. I, I don't just read comics. Sometimes I watch movies as well. That's true. That's yeah. true. And... Brandon. Yay! Yay! We know you from... Uh, Gutter Talk. Yeah. And yo, holla at your boy. This is Len, aka the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles. Okay. And Gutter Talk. And yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, also, and Gutter Talk, you also, son of a bitch. Spoiler alert. And also, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just become family? Yup. Yep. Um, all right. So. Shaw presents spoiler alert. What we're gonna do? <laughs> what we're gonna? So uh, we're gonna start with spoiler-free review. We're just gonna give you our basic thoughts, our pluses and our minuses on a very, very large scale. And then we'll let you know, I promise, when to stop listening so that you don't spoil this movie for yourself because I think there are a lot of surprises. Uh, There were a bunch of things that I was very um, taken unawares by and I don't want to spoil that for you guys. So, let's start with Brandon. Brandon, you've got the info. Give us the info dump on what this movie is and who made it. It's This movie is directed by J.J. Abrams, starring Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley... Uh, Billy Ward, Carrie Russell, Carrie Fisher, Mark. Don't Cameron. give any spoilers in the cast. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm curious though. Is Adam Driver? Is he listed? Where are you reading from? IMDb. Is and he listed first? Yes. But when I was at, when I looked at the credits, I think I saw Carrie Fisher was first. Mm. Really? I'm no, not sure. I, I might have been. Daisy Ridley is. First. I might have missed it. I think she's top of the call sheet. It's probably that would make sense. Being top of the call sheet's probably Donald Gleason. <laughs> Do you want the one sentence summary? Yeah, give it to us. The surviving resistance faces the first order once more in the final chapter of the Skywalker saga. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's, what, that's exactly what happened. Yep, that happened. Not lying. 
So what do you guys want to start with? Should we uh, just uh, thumbs up, thumbs down? What do you think? General impressions? Yeah. yeah, that sounds like the best way. Yeah. I want to hear, we're going to start with positive because we already know. No, 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 let's go with negative first. You want to go negative first? I want to go negative or, or in between. So we'll go from the... Why don't so Brandon goes first. No, when we go. Oh. We're going, okay. Negative in between, in between negative. Yeah, what'd you think? So I liked it, but didn't love it. Okay. I had, I definitely, I liked a lot of it. I liked a lot of the things they did, but there were some, all, there were also some things they did that I didn't necessarily love. I felt surface level, I liked it, but didn't love it. Out, out of five lightsabers, mm. how many sheaths, I would say sheath would you give it? Three, maybe 3.5. So three. Point two five. Three, four, four lightsabers. Three of them mm-hmm. on, yes, and one just the hilt. Yeah. Okay. Just the two. maybe it's just like, yeah, just the short, just the hilt. Okay, it's just the hilt. It's just glowing. No, just just so I get a clear picture of this. How does it relate to the other two in this trilogy? I would say Force Awakens. I would give a four, mm-hmm. and I think Last Jedi. I would give probably a four too, maybe oh. like a three point eight. And so this is a step down. All right. Yeah. Len. But only a little bit. Oh. So diminishing okay. returns with your experience with the this new trilogy. Okay. Slightly yes. Yeah. I thought the film was visually extremely stunning. Yes. You cannot knock the visuals in this movie. I thought that the acting, for the most part, was pretty solid. It was actually kind of fun to return to some of these um, characters. Um, yet, I think, for me... The story, there was a lot of things that just made me roll by eyes. And I don't think it made me come out on the other end of hating the film or not overall liking the film. But it certainly diminished my enjoyment of it. I cannot wait to hear what these things are. uh, I guess since we did it with Brandon, comparatively to the other two in this trilogy. Um, I think it... it, It's... uh, I probably like it as much as the other two. I still think my favorite of them, <laughs> and I know it's heresy, is The Last Jedi. Um, no, I, I actually... But, I'll uh, piggyback on that bitch. I yeah, assume, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> yeah I love The Last... I loved. The, I thought The Last Jedi was great. Mm-hmm. Um, this was... This is a solid movie. It's probably... I'll give it... If lightsabers, I'll give it... I'll give it uh, three and a half lightsabers. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was delightful. Mm-hmm. Like the movie was just wonderful. Um, the, the I forgot how much I missed these characters interacting with each other. The only downside of the last Jedi was the fact that they were off on their own separate missions, which is structurally the same as Empire Strikes Back. Yep. It was a bit of a downer movie because it was a lot of like one-offs, inter- like a bunch of different missions happening concurrently. Um, but this movie was great. It was just super fun. It was. Uh, it was emotional. It checked all the boxes that I wanted checked, and I had a great time watching it. Um, I'd give it four. I'd give Force Awakens four, Last Jedi four and a half, and this one gets four. I really do think that it's just as enjoyable, and I had just as good of a time as Force Awakens. I think I enjoyed this more than the other two. And, of course, I I have to state that I think it's because of everything that has led up to this. I'm a big fan of endings. I'm a big fan of, like, the big climax uh, of a story being told and bringing all of the different plot threads together and saying goodbye to certain characters. And even if we're introduced to new ones, that's nice, too. But um, it really is the ending um, that I think was appropriate for the saga, the the Skywalker saga. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that this... 
was a bucket of fun. I was, I was, when I went and saw the Avengers for the first time, I remember being aware of my physicality and that I had a big stupid grin the entire time because mm-hmm. I'd never seen a movie like that. And I would just, I, I, at a certain point I checked in and I was like, I look like an idiot right now <laughs> because my smile's so big and it hasn't diminished. I felt that way here. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just giggling the whole time and I was, I got verklempt. I got emotional. I, I nudged. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a tendency to nudge Noel when something big has happened. I'm like, ah, uh, which I did quite a bit. Um, I thought this was a wonderful wrap up to everything, uh, since I was a child and, uh, there's a lot of things to love. I didn't really have any negatives to give it. Um, other than I, one, one will get into spoilers, and that's how it relates to the previous film. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, out of the lightsabers, I would say four, because I just did this. I just watched Force Awakens two days ago. I gave it four stars. I watched um, Last Jedi, and I think I gave that four stars. This one I'm giving four and a half. So it's, bit of a, it went out on a high point. It sounds, it sounds like this suffers, suffers from or benefits from The Irishman. The Irishman theory. <laughs> so I have this theory. Everyone loves the Irishman and or despises it or doesn't get through with it. I watched it in two chunks. The first after the first half, I felt like, God, this is really boring. It's interesting, but it's boring. I don't know if I want to bother watching finishing it. But then I finished it. The second half was so goddamn good mm-hmm. that it made me forgive the first half. But then I realized it wouldn't be so goddamn good if it wasn't for that first half. half. That's why I feel so, a little unfair yeah. to give this, because it really is, uh, it, it's on the shoulders of everything that came before it. Yeah. Even the f- first trilogy that I grew up with, this deals with a lot of those things in, in, a, in a very special way. So uh, it was, it was going to be hard to ruin this for me, I think, because mm-hmm. there was so much about everything that came before it that I loved. Well, so. What would have ruined it? <laughs> I don't what, know. What were, like, um, if... Poe came in and was like, sit down, lady. I got yeah. this. <laughs> and then goes and fights Palpatine with yeah. one hand behind his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's a man. Um, all right. What do we want to talk about? What can we talk about that's not spoilers? Or should we just go to spoiler? Well, no. Um, I think we could talk about... Um, I think you can talk about the story. Like, mm-hmm. what, what did you think of the story of this one? Because Force Awakens was, you know basically a uh, retread retread of the original Star Wars Mm -hmm. and Last Jedi part of the reasons why people didn't like that movie is because of the story because they felt they kind of like you know desecrated on so many of their characters Mm -hmm. so what do you think about this story because me myself I thought this story was a little bit of a retread itself oh I also felt that way uh, so I, I thought I was afraid that they were going to take some of the more original aspects of Last Jedi and throw them out. Throw them out. Um, there is a few places where they make subtle lip service to some of those changes, mm-hmm. but I am very happy that they did not throw out the more controversial aspects of it. Like, uh, and you know what? Controversial is not the right word. I think that's actually really stupid. No, right. Um, there's a couple of pieces of dialogue or or actions by the main characters that are subtle nods to some of the stuff that happened but on the same token one of the largest aspects of the last jedi that was the largest aspect of the mythology that was added in during last jedi is played like as gangbusters in this one i'll give you that that is definitely a yes and yeah he he i think jj abrams went out of his way to not negate but play his own music with that cover song mm-hmm. just like how ryan johnson did with jj abrams work yeah. before i don't think that it was any co- they are 
aesthetically completely different directors yes. and completely different storytellers. The way that Ryan Johnson does a story versus the way that J.J. Abrams does. And I, no matter what, we're going to get something different, mm-hmm. which I, I dug. Mm-hmm. I think one thing I can say that's not a spoiler is that it was it felt great to see all the main characters hanging out together. Yes. Which you did not get in the previous two movies. Yeah. I, know, I, think, I don't think all the main characters were physically in the same room together until the end of Last Jedi. Right? Yeah. yeah. So right. seeing them having actual friendships and, and relationships and relying on each other and bickering. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a family now and they feel like a family. I don't know how long. I don't remember mm-hmm. if they told us how long it's been since Last Jedi. It's like two or three years. So they've had a little bit of time, it's to, been time. to fall in love with each other, you know, either platonically yeah, or yeah, physically. Yeah, you see that. Yeah, what was it? It was the end of The Last Jedi where... Ray introduced him, herself to Poe. Yeah, which always felt two movies. Yeah, that felt weird to me. I was like, wow, these people—they never met. They should have met before. Yeah, before this yeah. point. That's one of the things that still sticks with me a little bit. I even told Noel the other day. I was like, I kind of wish we saw more of those. We could have taken out the Canto bite scene and yeah. then just had them meet earlier and actually do the climax of that film a little bit together and sort of suffer together. Didn't those two? The, uh, the it's weird that they've never done that before. But before the Last Jedi, they never did that for a Star Wars movie. Every single Star Wars movie always the sequel was always like real time distance from released. So no. every single movie was about a year or two not in between like, in the story. I thought there were like five years. Not between there were three years between um four and five. And I think there's one year between five and six. But and then release was like three years. Oh or release I didn't was, know that. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm saying but like then, the release schedule but then one pretty much matched up to the time the prequels though. Because between one and two is ten years. Yeah, that's fair. Because Anakin has to be old either, enough to date. Either way, they, yeah. So it's either way, slightly less creepy, but still they've creepy. They've never done right. a immediately after. So the yeah. Last Jedi was literally the next moment after yeah. Force Awakens yes. with a very right. small time jump, whereas this one was like three years. So yeah. that whole idea of we waited four years, almost four years, for all these characters to hang out together, they only just it. met. Yeah. And then now they finally had time to. So like that, that kind of like. I wish they would have met earlier. It's been like a week yeah. since since The Force Awakens yeah. into The Last Jedi. Yeah. I think something else we can talk about before we get into spoilers is the, the score. I put the score John Williams. On, yo. I put the score on the other day on Spotify at the shop, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the scene is, but I like it. There was a, it's wonderful, and it's it's slightly different than the things that have come before it, and it adds certain things. I think I'm thinking of John Carpenter's Halloween remake or sequel yeah, yeah. soundtrack, which mm-hmm. relied heavily on the main themes of Halloween, but then added a lot more nuance to a lot of the music. And I felt I felt that here there was some new themes going on. Um, I, I will definitely buy this on vinyl. I might. I didn't think about it. like it, it felt different. Yeah, some of the other Star Wars movies felt like, like absolute, like let's just reuse this cue. Yeah, this yeah. one actually felt yeah. different, yeah. but still real. Also, John Williams was in the movie. Did you guys see that? That's I. I heard. I Who heard was he in the movie? Um, he was. Uh, he was the, the bartender. On oh, so he was the bartender Kim that G- had like, the G- little yeah, eyepiece yeah, on. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, yeah, I, thought, yeah. I wonder. I kind of yeah. said he's somebody. I heard mumbles in the crowds, and I no. went, "Who's that?" I don't consider. I don't consider that a spoiler when there's just like, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he's not a real life cameo that has nothing to do with the story. It's yeah, just like a, just yeah, there. Yeah, I thought the acting was great. I think you, you had mentioned that earlier. I think the acting was was. Oh awesome. yeah, the acting was pretty cool. And um, Brandon had mentioned before we turned on the the mics, uh, this whole thing was my introduction to Adam Driver, like this whole trilogy. Mm-hmm. And um, I think he, well, I think Daisy Ridley is very good. Mm-hmm. In the movie. I don't need to knock out. 
knocker by any means, but I think he is like the 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 breakout. Would you say star. he's revelatory? I wouldn't go there, <laughs> but I will say that he's the revelatory. Bra- I think he is he is the breakout star. Yeah, from he was this. so good. because now like everything I see him, I'm like, you're really good. Yeah. I knew him from a TV show, uh, HBO show called Girls. Yes. And he's right. a super creep in that uh, for the beginning of the show. Eventually, I think he he uh, finds, the character finds itself. But um, when I heard that he was cast for a Star War, mm-hmm. I was like, that dude, he's so, I don't know. And then each movie, he's gotten better and better and better. Um, and now I, I love his character. I think he's great. I know he got a lot of flack. Um, for being the emo Darth Vader in the beginning. A lot of people gave him yeah. some, some stuff. Shorthanding but his I, look and all. I think the relationship between him and Rey is the glue that holds this entire trilogy together, mm-hmm. more so even than the, the friendships uh, of the, of the of rebels the crew, and stuff right. like that. Um, the, everything hinges on their chemistry, and uh, I think they're great together. What did you guys think of um, how they dealt with Leia in this movie? It felt pretty good most of the time and i was happy she was there there are a couple of dialogue bits where i went mm, and then feel that feels not correct but i don't want to we'll spoil that later anything well, else i thought i liked Leia. i think um i think they did as much as they could with her mm-hmm. and i think i think for the most part the story worked because i was worried that they were gonna have to change the story to accommodate her passing and I don't I didn't really feel that I felt the story where it felt natural mm-hmm. how, the, how her story played out yes yeah me too and, and it I thought was it was wonderful respect, res, very respectful yeah the, the, the dynamic that they created off screen with Rey and Leia kind of lends to the more less expository need for her role yeah. it, it was mm-hmm. very like well it's this yeah. and maybe that and you don't know all the things like it was very short but they set it up to where it would make sense that it I was, was that short. Kind of impressed because I don't know what they filmed. I don't know what they pulled all this How stuff much, from. Yeah, yeah. But there was so much in there that I was just like, oh man, they. I guess yeah, they, they had should. some stuff. Yeah, yeah they, they saved they, up. They had a. It was all from Force Awakens, right? I uh, I don't know. I can check. It was it was uh, some deleted stuff from Force Awakens. No kidding. They reused. Yeah, I know. It was, it was all the faces stuff. and and, and yeah. when she's talking, and then most of the dialogue past that is. I mean, yeah, it's like ADR that they piece together. ADR, yeah, every yeah. time she's turning her back. You, you see the sound of her walking But away. it worked. Like, yeah. it worked really well. So great. And I, I loved having her there. Um, anything else? Any big, broad strokes before I would we did, s- say, um, back to the Leia thing, I think there is one thing, and this isn't, without spoiling it, there's one bit that I had criticism about mm-hmm. that I think if they had more time with her, I might have liked it more. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's all I'll say is that I think maybe there is some stuff towards the end where I think... Her um, her whack was uh, was felt. Yeah. Like um, the fact that they couldn't use her was felt. Mm-hmm. Is the commentary that we're supposed to take also from this movie that uh, Lando Calrissian just finds a look and just rocks that look for the rest <laughs> of his life? Yep. He is his capes. Yeah. He's got a lot of capes. Well, he's got a lot of capes, and he's got the same damn he shirt. He has I mean, a like, cape room. Uh, I mean, he first of all. Uh, speaking from some experience, when you find a color that works for you, yeah. <laughs> you use that color. Yo, black and red, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm blue, blue, blue through and, and through. Just yeah. <laughs> when you find a color scheme that works, Lens and you know, what? Of, look at you got a lot of gray on. You're always wearing gray. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a man found a cape. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. And, and he just, never let that cape never go. Ca- never let that cape or that mustache go. Fair enough. And we're uh, all thankful. Just real quick. Um, no, you're right. They did get Carrie Fisher a lot of her... To that end, the Helmer went back to use to unused footage he shot of Fisher for The Force Awakens, and with mm-hmm. a little ILM magic, repurposed those moments. Yeah, so, so like you know, body double, and that, mm-hmm. so like they didn't recreate her digitally. Yeah, they just kind of did like a little bit of swapping, a little bit of her. body double, yeah. like the backgrounds. Like I, I almost thought there's a scene where she hugs Ray, mm-hmm. and it looks fresh. But mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, it's probably the same hug footage from, from Force Awakens, Force. and they changed yep. the background and some costuming with digital. So it was all thing. really, really sick, slick and themeless. I would actually, I'm curious seamless. to go back and see that hug again and see if it's the Let's same see, positioning. Side by side, hugging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else? Um, cool. All right, let's move Whoa, on. Wait, oh, you know what? I'll do, I'll, <laughs> you like that? You're a big fan when people just like jump in. <laughs> um, I don't think you mentioned it's. It was written by J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio. Uh, what who's they, that? Chris Terrio. Uh, he did um some Ben Affleck movies, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, really? Like Argo. Oh, okay. Like the good ones. Oh, the good. Okay. Yeah. He was a writer for Batman v Superman and Justice League. And Argo. Yeah. Wow. I choose to only accept Argo. Yeah. Because the other yeah. ones are trash. I want to think that's the credit that got him the job. Yeah, that's the credit that keeps getting him jobs. But what about him? Oh, um, I think that they did a really, really good job of wrapping this piece, but then paying service to literally the six other movies that went before. Yeah, it's without. a lot of fan service in the movie. But it's, it's contextual fan service. It wasn't just like... Winky, winky. That's how you got there. Like you were talking about with Solo, some yeah. of the awful stuff that was just like, "Who are you with? I'm alone." Ah, oh, so Solo, Solo. <laughs> yeah. mm. just dumb shit like that. Yeah. Like it was, there were story points as to why, and uh, it was on its own. But then they they paid service to the original trilogies, which was cool. Just a quick aside, since we're talking about fan service, and I had that exact same thought, Noel. I was watching the movie, and eventually, at a certain point, I went, "This is fan service. The movie. It's not quite as egregious as." Um, uh, the Steven Spielberg based on the novel. Ready Player One. Ready Player One. But for anybody who who is long-term Star Wars fans, there's something for you in here. They, they put the, all their thumbs are in all the pies, and they mm-hmm. you, you got to lick each one of them. Um, gross. So um, Why are you licking thumbs? My question is, do, so, is, that, like, is that? that good or bad, though? I, I said case by case, man. Because... The, the fans who complain that there's too much fan service in certain movies will then be like, they'll watch The Last Jedi and be like, it's not exactly what I wanted, so I hate it. I think those are different people. Are they? Yeah. Go on. In my experience, I mean, people who want, who are mad about fan service tend to be the people, they're not necessarily mad about it. They're mad about it, either they're always mad about it or they're never mad about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same people. Okay. Because, you know, I'm thinking of The Force Awakens and how there were people who were very specifically mad at that for not being too new with its approach mm-hmm. um, and being damn right just cookie-cutting the original movie. And then we get The Force Awakens and there's a sect of people who hate... The Last Jedi. Th- I'm sorry, the, the Last Jedi, yeah. who hate that for going off the rails too far, quote-unquote. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I was going to say, I think I think we're going to say the same thing. The, the, the Venn diagram of the people that hate it but then also have that problem mm-hmm. are those that mainly claim that Ray's a Mary Sue. Yeah. Like those those that those that really, really like there's a there's a whole circle of people that are like, it's a retread, but I enjoyed it. Right. And then another circle of people that it's a retread, but I didn't enjoy it for a very specific reason. And they only like meet a little bit meet yeah. with, at that specific 
unexplainable kind of gripe for no fucking reason. Yeah. yeah. I think most of them are, yeah, different. Okay. Let's get on the spoilers. Spoilers. Season's greetings, all you sidekicks and henchmen and everyone out there in Tribble Nation. This is Len, a.k.a. the Bat Tribble. Wishing you a very happy, safe holiday season and giving you a heads up from me, JD, and Brandon. Gutter Talk, your favorite comic book shop talk, is going to be moving from the Black Tribbles feed in 2020. So you'll only be able to get your Gutter Talk wherever podcasts are found. You can go to Apple Podcasts, we're there, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Overcast, it doesn't matter. Look it up, Gutter Talk will still be there. And if you listen to us via the Coke Pop Podcast Network, then have no fear, we'll always be there. Okay? We're leaving Black Tribbles, but we're staying in your heart. So subscribe to Gutter Talk wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back to the show. This is a warning to let you know that there will be spoilers. If you don't want to be spoiled, then you should 100% definitely stop listening to this podcast right now. Go see the movie and then come back to hear what else JD, Len, Noel, and Brandon have to say. One day Cyberdyne will take over the world. Goodbye. So here we are with spoilers. We're gonna get into it. We're gonna we're gonna just talk about every nook and cranny. Let's start <laughs> with what? What do we start speaking with? Speaking of speaking of solo, her name should have been Ray Solo. She was all alone. Uh that joke was not how worth long, how much. How long were you waiting for that? For yeah. yeah. Dude, it was not. It was, it was not, not worth it. Wait, do you want. You don't do understand, want, ladies do and gentlemen. We left. No, it wasn't. Back. It wasn't <laughs> good. Yeah. I know. Let's do it. Well, what? I'll, Hold on. Say it again. Say it again. Cut, take two. Say it again. again. Her, her name should have been Ray Solo. There we go. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Oh, shit. Success jokes, <laughs> puns. And then delivery. Oh, and he nailed good, it. Good. Nailed you it know twice. what? Five out of five lightsabers for Brandon. That was good. Good. At first, I thought you guys genuinely thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I that you were just, and you were just me up. Yeah. Acting. Ah, single tear falls out of ah. Brandon's eye hole. Um, all right. Let's talk about spoilers. So the, first, the thing that I want to talk about, first and foremost, even though it could probably wait till the end, is whether or not J.J. Abrams undid any of the things that we liked about The Last Jedi. And I feel like he did that with certain things, but he did it in a way that didn't really piss me off. Mm -hmm. I felt like it served the story. It served the way stories are told long form. Um, But I also think that there are things that were revealed, quote unquote, revealed in Last Jedi that got pushed aside in this or completely undone. Um, Such as? uh, Well, we were told that, and of course we were told by a liar who was being controlled by another liar Mm -hmm. um, that Ray came from nothing. And right. her lineage means nothing. He, you know, JJ, no, Ryan. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson was purposely trying to make it so that the force belongs to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody can be a Jedi, um, which well, doesn't really need to be a thing that happens because we have so much Star Wars lore and there's been so many Jedi that, of course, they're not all based on Skywalkers. But the, what, the, the democratization do, of the force is what they call I it. I mean, do, do you, do you want to do you want to go through the whole thing and then I'll. Retort? Yeah. So, right. So, um, and then we find that she's a Palpatine. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that eventually she decides her own name and she's like, oh, I am Ray Skywalker at the yeah. very end. I love that. And it's who you choose to be, not where you come from. So and there's one tell I know. So uh, like I said, he does kind of undo that, but he finds his way there through a different path of becoming who you're who you decide you decide you're meant to be Mm -hmm. it's not about who you're meant to be it's about finding who you're meant to be Mm -hmm. um so i think that still works i think that uh what were some of the other options um Um, there was a uh so they talked about the holdo maneuver only being a once one in a million thing that you could do mm -hmm. so pretty much like putting in a story point that you can't do that again right you won't be able to do that yeah yeah yeah. um he did not know what to do with rose Mm -hmm. which is which is fine she's still in there she's still she's still there but she is not a main character in this On movie. On a personal level, just and this is just me because I felt like that actress got harassed all to hell mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, that I wanted her to do something in this movie. As a kind of suck it to the autumn people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's not a story-based thing. That is a personal thing that I'm mm-hmm. able to let that go. I just it's something I wanted from the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a, a Force Ghost scene with uh, Luke who makes a joke about how you should respect a weapon of the Jedi. Uh-huh. And, much and like much a lot of people him. freaked yeah. the f out when he tossed it. Which oh, it's a joke. Uh. It, I mean. It was a joke, and then yeah. this was also a joke. So yeah. it's not like undoing. It was in story that he mm-hmm. changed his mind over the course of The Last Jedi. Right, right. but again, he says, I was wrong. But yeah. again, it is something that happened that pissed people off and that we have now talked about. Mm-hmm. And again, it makes sense for the context of the character and the story because he is now a different man than he was when he had given up but hope at the, on the island. There are shitty, shitty people who mm-hmm. will say that it is a victory for them. Exactly. Because they change yes. things. And that does bother me too. Now, I do want to say like in regards to she came from nothing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was uh, an unri- unreliable narrator that did that. But I, I take umbrage with um, the message of that being a democratization of the force. More right. so it is there's more than one family. Mm-hmm. That's all it really was. Like, yeah. it's it's more than just like these movies don't have to be about that one line of family, mm-hmm. and that some other people like other people are force sensitive in the universe, which we yeah. knew. But honestly, if you think about it, in the in the main movies, like we knew in books and TV shows and stuff and video games in the movies, no, it's been the Skywalkers mm-hmm. and just following the Skywalkers, which I I liked. Yeah, except they kind of hint to it that. Finn is a little force sensitive. Yeah, he is. He's as force sensitive as as Han was, with just kind of like the. the trust so? and I think and the, he and the seems like he's a little bit more. Yeah, I thought so too. Like, oh, how do you know? A I feeling. Would, yeah, I would say um, to counter that though, I felt that they they kind of, in my opinion, in this they went the opposite route where they were so. I feel like they did kind of do that thing where like there's other families. And I felt like that was a kind of a disservice in that I get that they wanted to end the Skywalker saga, but I don't think they needed to... We're in spoilers. I don't think they needed to kill every single Skywalker. Like, I would have been fine if Ben was, like, hurt but not killed or, like, some someone had survived. Like, I don't need them in the next movie. I don't need them to star in anything. But I would have liked them to have been... Like, I felt like Ben's death felt like we have to kill every Skywalker. That felt yeah. like a mandate. Well, I also feel like that's the way stories work, where mm-hmm. if you have a bad guy who's so um, evil and he kills so many people that even if he turns at the last minute to help the good guys, well, he has to suffer for, for his sins and he has to die. You know, just like his, just like Vader did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it fits story-wise because when she 
um, do, 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 do. when Ray helps that big snake thing, mm-hmm. yeah. she gives you know she gives the lip service to you know I gave him just a, like, a little bit of my right life force to I do so. It. When Ben has to, it literally bringing her back from she's dead, mm-hmm. and he saves her. She saves him also right. beforehand. So like it was a it was very much them kind of trading power back and forth, being a dyad of the force mm-hmm. uh, to members of nobility let's say for lack of a better word um due to lineage together being more powerful than any other force users before which was was cool it was almost like they can feed off each other in a way that no one else really can right which kept that kind of familial uh lineage kind of you know it's just part of your bloodline that you are more force sensitive than others but they got midichlorians all those midichlorians god damn it is the empire you mean the first order the first order, the final order, the, <laughs> the last, last order, order, whatever the fuck the order. The first empire? The second, the last. Amp order? The next to last order. If they can build a yeah. gun that yeah. they can put on one of their big ships that can destroy a planet, and they can put one on multiple fucking ships, then why have we spent five fucking movies with them building moon-sized things to shoot basically the same fucking um, beam. I would... First off, I didn't like that part, but I would say it took them about 20 years to make a Death Star. This is 30 years later. So the idea that maybe they were able to miniaturize that tech in that amount of time isn't that crazy to me. I didn't like it as a like story beat, but I do think it kind of makes sense based on what we know of Death Star tech in the past. Plus, well, never mind. But yeah. Okay. Well, either way, I'm tired of seeing fucking Star Wars movies where a, a fucking planet explodes. That is like, can we come up with something else? Well, multiple planets exploded. It's only been, well, that was The Force Awakens. How many? I'm, I'm thinking now, like we've seen... Two planets explode in one solar system. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Nine movies. I feel like that's your baggage. <laughs> <laughs> we saw one planet get real messed up in Rogue One. Oh, that's right, Jetta. Yeah. Uh, what else? I want to hear more. I want to hear more. You, your, your eye-rolling moments. I want to hear more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, dude. Oh, the. Do you want to talk about the compass? <laughs> this fucking. Okay. Uh, so they wayfinder. Wayfinder. The, the, Sith, the Sith Wayfinder. The sword. The knife no, thing. That, it's the MacGuffin in the movie. That fucking knife. Oh, the knife. That they find that they can't translate. All of a sudden, everybody's writing whole books on knives, but they can't translate <laughs> it, you know, because C-3PO all of a sudden's got this thing and it said that he can't, he, he's not allowed to trans translate Sith. Okay, that was kind of cool. So now we've got a side mission, so we got to break into the back of this dude's head so we can tr- translate translate the knife and they translate the knife the knife is going to tell you where to find the wayfinder and they go and they find the wayfinder all for it's just it's just the shape of the knife that we need that we that we need never mind who who even knows to look for a fucking compass inside a knife so never mind that there's a a, some stupid compass that pulls out of this trick knife now hold on she 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 mumbles something to herself which then makes her pull out that thing was that part of the translation 
Do you remember? When she's holding the knife, um, she keeps hearing voices and having visions of... It's almost like she's vibing the knife on oh. some certain points, and it, there's like a saying, and then she... Okay. Reaches towards the hilt and kind of pulls it out. Okay. Yeah. And then she lines it, and then lines it up, and it's just the shape of the fallen Death Star mm-hmm. aligned with this little compass that tells you where the hell to go. Get the fuck out of here. It's been there for 30 years. Get the fuck out How of here. How old is the knife? I don't know, 20? Okay. <laughs> I don't sure. Also, the knife. Listen, okay, I do have some, like, Tonally, thematically, these movies since Jump have been Saturday morning serials. Small little um, coincidental adventures of swashbucklers and, and archaeologists doing their shit. How many? So the plot of like five of them have been MacGuffin after MacGuffin after MacGuffin. And then it's like, oh, you had the piece the whole time. And then a map. And then a, a star chart. And then the, like, it's always been that. It's always been that. No, no, no. But, See, but a MacGuffin is something that you're told is very important. And ultimately, it doesn't really matter because yeah. it's all about the story. This knife, this is not a MacGuffin. This is a duos es machina. They just have this thing. And now all of a sudden, it, 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 it made no sense. No, you know that made no sense. Admit it, no. The fact that the shape of it was like this one specific thing yeah. in the, the wreckage. Thing, that's the real problem. Which, that, yeah. Which is a pirate ship kind of thing. Like that's yeah. it's tonal, totally totally it makes sense with these fucking movies. I think it makes sense with a pirate movie, but I don't think Star Wars is a pirate movie. I think I think Swashbuckling. I mean, literally pirates. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> well, they yeah, were on a there's skiff pirates and everything. with a with a fin early like uh, two scenes earlier than that. Like yeah. it's I, a, I thought something similar where I was like, "Oh, weird. The knife actually leads us to a thing that is a movable object. It is something that crash landed there. It's mm-hmm. not like part of the planet itself. It's yeah, something right. that like like if what the, if the wind if had the pushed sea it? sea moves it, uh, yeah, you know what I mean. I exactly, mean, a, a planet, expl- something the size of a moon planet or planetoid exploded and fell into atmosphere. That's there like mountains, all right, and it's all right. been there like mountains for thirty plus years. Yeah. It, but I think I think it comes down to so somebody made that knife as just like a ooh, all right, yeah. Like the knife came after that was set in stone on that that wasn't something that was so egregious that i was like get the i'm I'm done did i like it no i thought it was stupid do i think that it makes sense in this wacky world yeah that's fine yeah carry on keep going i had i had two real big problems one i don't like force healing period it doesn't really make sense to me it's, we've never seen it before, mm-hmm. like to this, on this level where like you can like heal someone's skin and like heal in like holes and stuff. That really, I didn't like that. Um, yeah, like rebuilds as if it never happened. Yeah, that seemed weird to me. Mm-hmm. Second thing, C three PO, just so much of C three PO. Like he was in it so. I felt like he was in it way more than usual, and I feel like it was just to set up the mind wipe thing, and then that gets undone anyway. And it just it just felt like a waste of time. Like I was a little frustrated. He by spoke the, so much. That. He, but he also he kept speaking much more than I feel like he usually does. Mm-hmm. I feel like usually C three PO would be annoying, but he would only chime in when he thought he was genuinely being helpful. Whereas like in this, like when they fall and Poe's like, "Where's Finn and Ray?" and he's like, "I'm also here." It's like, shut up. No well, one cares. Well, it's funny. for funny. It's for it's for comedic effect. It was. I just don't think it was. I don't. I, it didn't land for me then. Gotcha. Have you always disliked C three PO? Or is nope. this movie was, was kind of like one. too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. I, I agree with you about the one thing where because I liked his presence and I thought he was kind of funny, but I'm also like, 
Why the fuck do you bring him everywhere? He's so slow. Anyway, um, the fact that they went through all of that, and the I'm just say, looking at my friends before I say goodbye or whatever. And he said goodbye to R two D two, even yeah. though he's never done that. Whenever they go on any yeah. other missions, yeah, he like yeah, gives well, him some sassafras and then leaves. That was like a Joss Whedon move. I'm gonna say goodbye and do something emotional real quick before I go die. Yeah. yeah. So there were, it was definitely um, telegraphed. Right. Um, but. That that was oh, well fine whatever, but the fact that they went through all of that and then wound up undoing it anyway that was like come on guys yeah yeah I agree with that one I'm with that. Um, one of the things that happened in the last chapter that a lot of people had a problem with was Leia having manipulation of the force uh, to get back yes. in the ship. So something that this movie did that I don't think any other like piece of canon has established so concretely. She is Jedi trained. I was so happy. She is a straight up Jedi and chose not to live that life Mm -hmm. because she saw the end of her path leading to her son's death and put it away. Yeah. So I loved that he was just like, nah, fuck, dude, she could do a thousand things that she just chooses not to. Yeah. Was an awesome response. I was so happy to see that. That is something that has been on my mind since I saw the third of the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. And I went, well, she's his brother, his sister. So, of course, he's going to train her how to be a Jedi and all this stuff. If you can, like, move shit with your mind, of course. Yes, brother. Teach me how to move shit with my fucking mind. That's dope. Um, And so when she showed up in Force Awakens and was just General Organa, and I was like, you don't have a lightsaber or anything? And the fact that... We actually get to see this, if only for a very short time. The training, uh, the C, the you know, the CG of it was not great with their faces. Dark and backlit and yeah, kind they of know a thing. They, they knew yeah. what they had to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I love that, um, and I want to I want to hear more uh, Jedi Leia stuff. But um, yeah, it's another one. Yeah, yeah that was the, cool. That they, was they cool. They call her Mary Poppins because it's the first time she's ever used the Force, and it's not. Well, I think they called her Mary Poppins because she flew away like Mary Poppins. She did not fly anywhere. She, okay. Right? It felt, you know what she did. You know she didn't fly, right? Right, but it felt, it looked like she was flying through space. Okay. They fly now? That was, that was funny. funny. That was yeah, funny Stormtroopers? Stormtroopers fly. I thought yeah. the action in this movie was awesome. Yeah. And for yeah, people who were that. upset that there weren't a literal lightsaber battle in the last movie, so yeah, many lightsaber fly. battles in this movie. Which and they were all good, too. Oh, uh, my favorite lightsaber battle. Uh, I think my favorite. Okay, so, um, so the thing that they established in the in the last Jedi was like the connection between the two of them, and they upped the stakes with this one, where um, the connection actually becomes a like, physical connection. Yeah, also, so yeah. there's a scene where Rey and Kylo Ren have a lightsaber battle, but they are a planet apart from each other. She so, is on a ship, yes. and he is in a village, and. They're fighting, and then the the way that they they film it, where sometimes it's from his perspective, and they're both in the village. Sometimes her perspective. They're both in the ship. Um, they break something in the village. It spills all over the ship. Like they did this really great back and forth. That was, yeah. and they were no, they were not sharing the same space. It I was, was just of, so imaginative and fun. Yeah, it was. I was thinking of the 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 only real good scene in the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, where she's um, falling asleep and having micro naps, and Freddy Krueger is coming after the main character Nancy in a uh, like a CVS. But and so it's flashing back and forth between the boiler room and the CVS, and he's in the boiler room slashing, but it connects with the pills on the shelf and knock everything over. Mm. So the fact that they were doing that in this and they're using the force in that new way. Yeah. Which Brandon, I got to ask you, do, how do you feel about that new edition of the force power? That I was fine with. I thought it, that was great. It it was a little weird because it was explained in the Last Jedi that that was from Snoke, 
But I, I think it's fine that like maybe it just developed naturally between them. Like yeah. maybe he started it, but then it developed naturally. It opened a doorway between right. the two of them. I like which it. I thought was. But great. also, I always have liked the chemistry between those two, so I'm willing to kind of mm-hmm. let th- some things slide. Sure, sure. Uh, I think that's my answer, Len, because of those things with the berries getting hit in the market and then coming onto the the Star Destroyer. Mm. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, that that was so cool. Um, and then of course the final battle where she lets go of the lightsaber to give to Kylo who doesn't have a lightsaber. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Yeah, I didn't see it. It was so obvious I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, I, so I nice. gave him I gave Noel a nudge. I was like, ah. and then this. it happened. I was like, ah. like what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. I liked it a lot. It was fun. Oh, um, Poe is the most charming son of a bitch in the entire galaxy. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I love that he and Ray don't get along. Yeah. Like, uh, there's a friendly well, bickering. There was a, a you know, a, they they go out of their way up until except for one scene, which I think we should talk about. They go out of their way to have everyone argue, flirt, but no one outwardly act romantic towards each other almost like it's a three-way couple or a a a bunch of people that are just have chemistry Mm -hmm. that they just constantly switch apart um but then it all kind of culminates in uh, a very specific kiss like a long kiss how did you guys feel about that when um oh wait so i should say i was sitting next to one in the theater and there were like a few moments where land would just look at me and just would just be like, are you kidding me? I'm glad I wasn't sitting next to Len. That, I think that would have tainted my uh, It might experience. have tainted mine, honestly. But <laughs> I remember, we're, I think you and I had the same thing with Aquaman. But we were... We, we were looking were, at each other. Yo, we, we, just, we just locked eyes the whole movie and shook our head. We didn't even watch the screen. We were just like, this is bullshit. Don't break but, yeah. eye contact. But yeah, yeah. This, was one of, this was one of Len's moments. So Len, uh, what did you think about the kiss? Yeah, I, I did not like... Um, the kiss comes at the end of the movie... Is between Ray and Kylo or Ben? Ben's he's, Ben. He's, it's yeah. Ben now. Ben he's now. Ben now. Um, side note: I like that when she does heal him, she heals all of him in his scar leaves. <gasps> oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, I noticed because that's when it. that's when Shit. she said, "I wanted, I, I would have taken your hand, but I wanted to take Ben's hand." Because mm, I didn't even care. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Go on. Um, so you know, and and they they have a kiss, and. I guess if I'm being honest, there was tension between the two of them, but I certainly never felt like either of them ever were really going to give into it. And I certainly felt that as much tension as may have been in between them, I thought it was mixed, a mixed bag of sexual and probably fraternal Mm -hmm. or you know like sibling type of thing that you just wouldn't allow either or so if she gives him a huge hug at that moment Mm -hmm. or a a a bit you can tell the difference between a big friendly kiss Mm -hmm. and a romantic kiss and this was a romantic kiss very and it was to me that was just totally unearned he just i don't know he just she saved him he just brought her back to life they've had this chemistry the whole time she he just gave his life for her. She, and she woke sensed up it. She sensed and that. she, they were very close, very close. She pulled in, gave a big one and he just smirked and then died. And I was like, Oh, if you're going to have them do that, it's right before he dies. Yeah. No, I him was like, dying, this is great. I'll, I'll give you that him dying at the end of that. Because when I, when I looked at Brandon, he had not died. 
when she kissed, I looked at Brandon. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he died. And I was like, no, leave. I was like, okay, all right, well, all right. You know, because if it's going to happen now, it's going to happen now. But so I hear you on that. But the fact that it happened, I still. I, it's, I, I know, I'm trying I, to wrap my head around I, it. It doesn't I, bother me. I think that the last two movies of them being intrinsically connected even though they are miles, if not worlds apart, literally, the fact that they can still find each other and talk to each other, and each one is trying to manipulate the other one emotionally into, you know, their side, quote unquote. Um, th- I think they have such a, a deeper connection than any other two people um, in the Star Wars lore that I've read or, or experienced. And it, it kind of, you know, it, it, it mirrors what happened between Luke and his father. In so much as right. uh, keeping hope to save someone and then they save you and because that's, you gave them that That's hope. part of why I didn't like it. I would have, if it had happened in The Last Jedi somehow, I would have been okay with it. I liked, I felt that romantic chemistry in that movie. But in this one, it almost felt like not literal um, familial love, but it felt kind of like that. Definitely. Like it felt like they were like, like we both have this thing that binds us. And it's like bigger than just like we find each other attractive. Mm-hmm. So like I was, I would have been down for them just being like good friends. Yeah, because like I didn't feel like he, because he was the spends spends a lot of the movie trying to like ply her to his side, mm-hmm. and I don't think he was reaching out to her like you know be my bride or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I thought it was more like you know us partners, you know, brother or sister, whatever. Right. You know, uh, I it's it's comp- I think it's complicated. Like so. The entire motivation of his the whole time is to gain a weapon, to mm-hmm. to remove an adversary and gain a weapon. So from that perspective, yes, come to my side, come to my side, come to my side. I'm not exactly sure why I want to keep you, but come to my side, come to my side. When he finally was back to being Ben, it's just a, 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 a connection, a comfort, um, something he knows he has to do to save her. To, and to he's be not there going to save her to get a weapon. He's saving her. No, because no, he loves no. Her. But yeah, True. so at that point, there's that. And then I really do think that that smirk of his afterwards, after she plants one on him, is straight up surprise. Like I didn't see that coming, hmm. and then passes. Hmm. So like I don't think that it was. I think it was telegraphed, but I don't think that it was sloppily telegraphed. I think that it was a genuine surprise, mm-hmm. not a motivation. What'd you think, Jay? Oh, I loved it. I I liked, uh, no, I, I, like I said, because of their emotional connection and everything, they know each other more than anyone else in this, all three trilogies. They've been in each other's heads. Their connection is so strong that they can touch each other without, without even like physically touch each other. They can transport each other physically to the, to their side. Feel bad for Finn. That's what I was going to say. So what do you think it was that Finn wanted to tell her that he never gets a chance to tell her? That really annoyed me. That like, <laughs> he said it, and then it gets brought up again, and then it never gets paid off. Yeah. That frustrated me. I, I think that was very intentional. That's a J.J. Abrams thing. Um, Remember when Black Panther, they decided to get get him married, and so they just married him to just another black character? I'm talking about in the comics. In the comic books? Yes, it's like, I remember. like, oh, so it I- felt a little... <laughs> I'm a white guy. I don't know if I should be speaking about this. I just felt like, oh, so, okay, we have to introduce a black character for him to fall in love with. I felt that way at first. But then when they introduced the added connection of the Stormtrooper yeah. thing, then it, it it worked a little better for I me. I agree. I agree. It's, yeah. It stuck in my craw a little bit, but I was like, oh, all right, guys. Hard, 
I like that they went the extra mile of like actually connecting them with right. some other way, not just like, hey, here's some black people. You guys should get together. Yeah. Part of me wanted him, like when he says goodbye to Rose before they go on the mission, just like give her a kiss and be like, I'll be back. I wanted, like, like off screen, they started a relationship. I would yeah. have actually really yeah. liked that. I wanted him to be with Poe. And I didn't at first. Like when I first watched the movies, I didn't feel it. But rewatching them, I kind of felt it. And also, there was a book between eight and nine that's from Poe's perspective and just the way he talks about um, Finn, it felt really, it felt like there was some, some stuff there. Yeah. I love when he, <laughs> Oscar Isaac is so awesome. When he hugs Finn, he grabs the back of his neck. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's just so, it's so, it's just unconditional love. It's just so weird. Like it's yeah. an actor's choice. That just is so perfect. Yeah. Cause when he goes to hug him, he like holds the back of his head and just like pulls him, yeah. pulls him into himself. And it's just like, at Very any moment you could just do this. Yeah. But it, <laughs> well, you know, we were talking earlier, maybe I was, someone was talking about these main characters and putting them all together in the movie and having them finally be together. Right. Uh, and it feels natural. Now their chemistry feels organic. Whereas in force awakens, just the two of them, I like how they, our friends, but it's so immediate. Like we were on the ship, we escaped together. And then when they see each other at the airstrip at the mm -hmm. rebel base, there's like this, like really intense emotional reconnection between the two of them. Oh, and and yeah. And they're so happy to see each other. Even when I was watching, it, I was like, this is kind of cool, but it feels very rushed and and then, to me because considering what they had gone through, yeah. mm -hmm. that's like almost like, Almost like when you're in the trenches, yeah. you know, you, you talk about like yeah. your blood brothers. There, yeah. There's something, there's a connection that nobody will ever understand. Yeah. So, and especially in the midst of what they were going through. And then when they do see each other, they probably didn't even realize that they would. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah they yeah. saved each other's lives. Yeah. And also, like, my jackets. And also they, they thought they were both lives. dead. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, I get it. I get all of these things and I was able to work that out. It did not stop the movie for me. Right. It was just something in the moment that I was just like, oh, you don't usually see this. This feels very quick, but I like it. Oh, and we get to see Poe flirt, which was the best thing in the world. That was fun. That was cute. Yeah. That was Carrie Russell, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I did not know that. Zori Bliss. Bliss. Yeah. Zori Bliss. I want more of her. She's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, give her a movie. She showed her eyes. She doesn't need yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, there's someone else who won't even movies. show his eyes. I need Another trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> what she needs to do is... The Zori Saga. She doesn't need She'll get a book. Stop it. She'll you get a book. Stop it. She'll get a book. She'll get a book. Uh, I, I like that. I like, I like the character. I like the whole flirt. So, yeah, okay. Len. Yes. Was there any more negatives? I don't know. I'm Did I look make... at you on oh, anything else, Brandon? Yeah, Brandon, you remember. Uh, I don't. I, don't I think, think that's so. pretty much like, like I said, for the most part, I was enjoying just just sitting back and just watching the spectacle of it, and, and also recognizing that this was you know yeah. Star Wars and it's a big you know fun kind of thing. Go ahead. Brandon. There was something you didn't like. Was it the ships showing up or something? It was either them or something with the Knights of Ren. I remember because I remember you looked at me and I had a big grin on my face. And I was like, nope, when you can't take this one. Oh, no, 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 no. I know what you're talking about. You will not pee in this series. No, what I was, what I was going to say, I, I, I kind of said it like I saw that coming when he was surrounded by the all oh, boys. This, you know. I saw, oh, she's going to hand him the, um, the lightsaber. lightsaber. Yeah. So like I but and there was a funny little bit there because he's he's not he's not Kylo Ren anymore. Mm -hmm. So he still has his skills, but he's still like, you know, you know, I don't have that anger. So I'm still going to fight the same way. And there's one moment when he's swinging a lightsaber and he flips it on his back 
And like you know, yeah, like they get yeah, that. I love like, that one. Yeah. You know, like, well, right, right when he grabs the lightsaber from behind him and he pulls it out and he ignites yeah, no, it. He what's likes, the, what's the move he makes? There's he did something that made me laugh. I think he smirks or like, something. Yeah, I yeah. think he, he did sort of like a. Let's go. All right, here we go. Like a yeah, head uh, nod. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of speaking of the acting. There's a lot of these tiny little moments mm-hmm. that I think the actors bring in. Uh, that's probably not on the scripted page, right. but really imbues the characters with charm. Yeah, yeah, we haven't talked about it yet. Um, uh, there's a specific cameo that it's a it's a it's a mirror of the Force Awakens, um, and I've pointed it out, like my favorite part, my favorite acting choice in Force Awakens was when Kylo kills his father, and Han Solo's last act is to just touch his son's face. Yeah. Yes, that still gets me. It, it, like it's the best move in the entire fucking franchise, as far as I'm concerned. The I like literally in his dying breath, he forgives his son, yeah. and then falls off the cliff and never to be seen again. He might make it though; he might be alive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that move, that, that they, whole sequence is reenacted. They reenacted. We're in spoilers. They, yeah, we are in spoilers of his father. Yeah. Um. After Ben, there's a it's a mirror image of that entire scene where he makes a different choice and he sees his father. His father kind of. Let's him know that it's okay to let him go, and and they they repeat the same dialogue. I yeah. know what I have to do, but I don't know if the strength to do it. And he touches his face. I was just like, "Fuck, I'm kidding. This is the best thing yeah. I've ever seen in my life." Ooh. It was so good. Yeah. One moment that got me that I was surprised by was when Chewie found out about Leia. <gasps> oh that was, yeah. That really, yeah, he broke down. Yeah, because yeah. I remember that was one of the problems I still have with Last Jedi. Um, no, or no, Force. I'm sorry, Force Awakens yeah. is Leia is there. Han, she knows that Han is dead. Chewbacca was there, and then Leia goes directly to Rey, this girl that she barely knows, yeah. Um, yeah. quote unquote. I mean, now we know that she knew her, but um, uh, and then just it's totally skips Chewie. Chewie. Yeah, and I was like, give your man a hug. Everybody man. saw that. Give that carpet a hug. Chewie gives a medal though, which <laughs> he finally gets. You guys want to know about that? It's in a book. You can find out about it. It's oh. just it's a little thing. It's not there's not a book about it, but you find out that apparently one day Han like couldn't pay his bar tab, so he gave his medal to um, Maz, and he told her it was his. And it turns out it was actually Luke's that Luke gave it to Han because he didn't want it, and now Maz gave it to Chewie. That's amazing. <laughs> so it kind of passed through everyone. That's and amazing. When they they pan out to like swipe away with all yeah. the rebels cheering, he is happily showing it. To C three PO, he's just like, look, look yeah. at my medal. Like yeah. he's waited, yeah, sixty fucking years for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing that's weird to me is that I'm pretty sure, and this is me being dumb about the EU stuff, but You're I'm pretty dumb. sure that there was something somewhere where like he did get a medal, he just didn't get it at the ceremony. Someone gave it to him later because like Leia couldn't like reach his neck or whatever. I'd still be sour about it. Yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, all these people out here standing and yeah. I don't get a medal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd be sour. Yeah. Um, oh, so Ooh. I want to go back to a little bit to the um, uh, Han Solo showing up again. Yeah. I, I was l- I legitimately wonder. surprised by that because I know he had wanted him to be killed off, Han Solo to be killed off in the in original the, trilogy. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the only reason he signed up for this new trilogy was like, you, you got to kill get, me off. Get rid of me. I, I think he had so much fun. Like yeah. all of the press after The Force Awakens, it was like a different Harrison Ford. Yeah. Like he had a near death. Actually, he did have a near death experience. Yeah. He did, yeah. <laughs> and was just like happy about everything. It's like, oh, so great. These yeah. people are great taking pictures and smiling. But like, I don't think that was it. I think he wanted was it money. Back, right? Was it a dump truck? No. I think I think he came back because of Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. I think he, he, he came back because because, you know, Carrie had passed and it was like because Quiet is kept, he's dead. 
the movie, as far as with Carrie Fisher, maybe looks a little bit different if she is still alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's gone. And this is his small way of honoring her. I'll do a scene with our son. You know, I would I, I would guess that um, if she had lived, maybe instead of him being the one to like do the final nail in the coffin to turn Ben, maybe she would have actually said something. Like maybe she would have reached out right. to him similar there to how Luke been, reached been out. More of a, I don't know. Thing there. It was so effective as a mirror scene from the True. Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh no, 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 was, it is. But I'm the, just yeah. thinking that's why I think he did it. That was yeah. like the moment of his actual fall, Kylo right. Ren's actual fall, like that, and then reversing that moment. Yeah. But um, I agree with you. Also, too, you know what? I they might have had this at least minorly planned. Like, hey, Harrison, we might bring you back in the third one for a scene. What's yeah. up? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Because this, this guy's got to redeem himself. The fact that all three of the main, three, four, five, six, seven of the main characters show up in this movie again, well, yeah, because you've got R two, um, C three PO, uh, Lando, um, Chewie, Luke. Luke, Leia, and Han, Han. and Palpatine. And Palpatine. Holy That's shit. what I was going to ask. What did you guys think about that? I thought it was fun. It was fun. I, I wasn't mad at him being able to use the dark side because he was decrepit as fuck. He was a zombie. So the mm. fact that he was able... And he was attached to a fucking... What was that machine he was... It was like, awesome. Yeah, it was like a big old... Giant claw. Yeah. Um, that didn't bother me that he was still alive after all this time because of his connection to the dark side and how powerful he also, always has been. Yeah, and if you think about it too, like he has been from Jump, the yeah. main antagonist of the entire Star Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. So him being the still remaining the main antagonist and the guy behind the strings who literally cooked Snoke and um Yeah, he's yeah. like bucket of Snokes. And the reason Snokes. and the reason why the first order is literally a re- is just a retread of the of the empire is because he Same is dude. still responsible for the yeah. whole thing. So, like, I think it had to end with Palpatine. It just had to. I had a thought during this movie where I was like, this isn't the Skywalker saga. This is the Palpatine saga. Essentially. That's what the the prequels are. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, everything that has to do with a Skywalker has a Palpatine in it. So, yeah. like, I don't think they could have bookended it without doing that. And also, too, that, to me, that at least means, you know, money and contracts and further movies be damned that marks a more definitive end to this mm-hmm. by completely getting rid of that character on screen, like definitively yeah. melting him. Even just um, like kind of what you were saying just now about uh, Palpatine and the First Order as well as the Empire. I like that because this whole time I've been going, why are they doing the same shit? How are y'all going to do the same exact stuff that the Empire did and, and failed at? Yes. Um, so the fact that it's like Palpatine shows up and he's like, listen, guys. I only got the one big idea. Yeah, Just, it's, it's, <laughs> I, I can only tricks. do so much. That yeah. was I'm attached to a claw here. I got no eyes. Come on. <laughs> That's something I really liked is that they um in Legends and then brought up in the original in the new canon, uh General Grand Admiral Thrawn, he famously was against the Death Star because he was like, It's one big thing. And if it gets blown up, that's like our whole yeah. like power. Shot, right? Well, I know he, I know a lot of the um, the Empire was sort of looking at Krennic like, what the fuck are you doing? Right, that was his name, right, Krennic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Thrawn wanted to do like a new, different type of TIE fighter that would have been like smaller and would have been more, it would have been better to have like a bunch of smaller, cooler, better ships instead of one big thing. So I like that they kind of paid lip service to that in this movie where they were like, the problem with the Death Star is that it was this one big thing. Now we have all these ships. Yeah. Like, I like that, like, not. That they were like, it makes more sense this time. Instead of having a giant Death Star like your Starkiller base, we have all of these ships. So if one gets destroyed, we still, we're not yeah. done. They dealt with that a lot in Rebels. Yeah. The, the new TIE fighter and everything. 
What do you think about the um, the one guy, and I'm sure he's got a name, who turns out to be a spy? Huxley. Hux! Hux. Sorry, Hux. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad he's dead. Um, because I watched Rebels, uh, I kind of figured it was either Hux or the guy above Hux. Okay. Because we hadn't seen that Tarkin? guy yet. No, wait, was that? No, 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 but he was. He was the Tarkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Tarkin, yeah. Uh, it was either Hux or the guy, the new guy to this trilogy. Yeah. But I was like, I bet it's going to be Hux because he hates Kylo Ren mm-hmm. and he keeps getting embarrassed in front of Kylo Ren and by Kylo Ren. So I think this is him trying to take down Kylo and the fact that that wound up being true. I was like, all right. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. And he's, he's such a little weasel that you could see him like, I don't really care. I'm just going to do what I want to do because mm-hmm. I want I want to win. Which is why you don't mind him getting... As soon as he was shot, I was like, see ya. Yeah, yeah I mean, he... he pulled the trigger on an entire star system yeah he's a mass murderer yeah he's a little nazi so like he may have done one thing to let your heroes get away but he deserved that blaster in the gut yeah yeah okay i i want to play a game because you know this is going to happen after people see this see this film there's a huge scene and i'll I'll admit i got a little giddy like a a schoolboy. there's a huge scene at the end where lando shows up as he is one to do because he has a cape (laughs) um to save the day and he comes with a huge like armada of ships, mm-hmm. right? Tons of them. You know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to freeze frame that image, and there's going to be a whole bunch of Easter egg uh, ships. We've already uh, someone's already done that. Okay, because we're right. in the trailer. It's in the right. trailer. Yeah. Well, I don't. Okay, well, I don't know. I know. Stop. 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 Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I don't know what's in there. I know somewhere in those ships. Is the U.S. Is Star Trek's Enterprise? No. Oh, I don't no. think so. I, think I don't so. think. I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see Serenity. Oh, I was thinking Fire. there's going to be a lot of Star Wars. Oh no, ships. it's going to be a lot of Star Wars. But I mean, like, there's got to be some like and then maybe silly a, Easter egg. Maybe I'm in BSG. I was like, thinking like a Quinjet. From, um, there'll be a Quinjet. I bet there's a Quinjet. <laughs> I bet there's a Quinjet. Kind of like when there were ETs in the um, the oh, Senate, the Galactic yeah. Senate. Yeah, there's going to be a Quinjet. The Millennium Falcon is in Episode One or Three. Which I didn't know. It's also in Firefly. Yeah, mm. it is. What the fuck? Yeah. Where is it in Firefly? Uh, I forget uh, where that Easter egg Ooh, is. Oh, I want to see that. Um, I don't know if there's any like crazy Easter eggs, but I would like to see the ghost. It's in there. I can yeah, show you. You saw the ghost? I from, went, again, from it, Rebels. From the trailer, people saw the ghost. Oh, Here shit. you go. He's showing me <laughs> on the laptop. See, it's right there. Oh, it was right behind. the ghost. I win. <laughs> What's the ghost? What's the ghost? It's from the Rebels. In Rebels, it's, the Rebel ship. it's their main ship. Okay, all right. Well, that's it's, a Star Wars. It's their main, their Millennium Falcon. You think there's sure. some crazy I'm, I'm, shit in there? There's tons of Star Wars things in there. Yeah, yeah. there's going to be stuff for y'all Star Wars people to blue, splooge all over. But I'm telling you, there's a Quinjet in there. Yeah. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised that there's. I don't care what y'all say. An Enterprise in there. Okay. Um, and and I'll give you a modified, funky-looking uh, tumbler from Batman. Well, we oh. saw kind. We kind of saw that. In the well, not the tumbler, but we saw his like motorcycle thing. Well, to yeah, me, I, to me, when oh. the stormtroopers were riding, I was like, that looks a lot like Batman's motorcycle thing. Oh, yeah. oh right, mm-hmm. it did, it did. But no, but I'm talking about just specifically in that shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. I doubt it though. Also, to all the voices of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah I'm so hears. so excited to find out all those people. Well, I, I who'd you who'd you like? I heard I heard um, I heard Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. I heard Ewan McGregor. I heard Alec Guinness a little bit. Yes, uh, I, I heard, heard Yoda. Guinness. Obviously, I heard I heard Anakin twice. Anakin really? Yeah. Uh, 
I, but I, I did we hear Sam? There's a, there was a lady in there. Apparently, I looked there was it a lady up. In there. Someone said that Sam, you do hear uh, Mace Windu. Yeah, I, oh, nice. I, I thought I might have heard him, but I wasn't sure because I wasn't sure like the voice that he used because mm-hmm. I watched all the Jedi in her. We, all right, thank you. What do you? What did you guys feel about the conclusion, the battle between not Kylo and Rey, but Kylo and Rey versus Palpatine? What well, there wasn't really a Kylo and Ray versus Palpatine. So, I feel that, like, so, the, so the final well, he whatever. Takes, right, he, he subdues them. He takes all of their something. He takes their connection somehow. So the them being together or on the same side was like a surplus of energy that he was able to just like siphon, siphon off of them. Yeah, and then, you know, because Ren is his, his little disappointment, he mm-hmm. fucking chucked him off a cliff. Yeah. He also hates, he hates he hates Skywalkers. Skywalkers. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, um, and then wanted to just like bleed the rest out of her. And yeah. Didn't work. So wait a minute. I, I, I'll answer your question in a second, um, JD. But I just want to make sure. Did we say that we're cool with her being Palpatine? A yeah. Palpatine. Oh, right. Um, I was I was a little bummed that they took that, the fact that she comes from nobody away from us, from The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I also, on top of that, do enjoy the uh, journey of her finding out she's a Palpatine, which then makes her wonder even more if she's going to turn because she's got all this evil inside of her. And mm-hmm. but you know, we find out from Luke that you know, was it Luke who was saying blood, blood isn't everything? You're, basically, you're more yes. than just blood. You're more, yeah. yeah. Um, so her finding her way is even stronger because she has to fight, quote unquote, fight that darkness off even more mm-hmm. so, knowing. Us, the the viewer, know how powerful that darkness is now. Yes, right. It's not just demonstration of it. Yeah, because it 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 doubles down on her fight Mm -hmm. or her her what would you call it her um her struggle struggle. Because if she comes from nobody, then you don't really have any sense of how dark the darkness in her is. But now we do. So the fact that she decides she's a Skywalker even after all these revelations is pretty powerful in itself. I I guess like the. Yeah. Even in the no. last Skywalker, no, at when the she end. decides that she's a oh, Skywalker. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Even though she's a Palpatine, she's Got like, you. "Fuck that." The, the if you think like I'm gonna go back and because I watched Last Jedi this past week also, yeah. um, she is very attracted to the dark side. Period. Like yeah. when she yeah. immediately she goes right into the dark without even thinking about it. So like, I, I, I want to know. They obviously they've said that like you know Ryan Johnson was just like yeah it's, that's what it is, but. Was it always known that she is of Palpatine lineage? No, I don't think so. I think, no. I don't think so. You no, thought no, so? By the, by the oh, writers. By the, by by the, the creators. Yeah, oh. like, you know. I, I think, think so. I think he might have known she's dark. In, in, well, but like, not. in hindsight, I really do think that like that entire plot point is a red herring of you come from no one. I think yeah, he knew. because in the first... I think J.J. Abrams was just like, oh, by the way, I don't she's under- a Palpatine. I would be very surprised... If they went into a new trilogy of movies with a brand new Jedi character and we and they had no idea who what her last that's, name was. That's what I mean. Like I think that was established and they knew behind the scenes and Ryan yeah. Johnson knew that going in. And the idea of your parents aren't important yeah. as a red herring. It's yeah. not Oh, okay. Like, I see what you're saying. It was just to throw you off the scent I liked, for the better message. I liked that red herring. Yeah. But um, I agree that it probably was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, um, as far as the Palpatine thing, I just didn't. The only thing I didn't like is that I don't like the idea that Palpatine like had someone 
was like romantically involved with someone. I mean, I guess it's not necessarily. You don't like romantic. knowing that he had sex. He she got his dick wet. She was growing bodies and in, in tubes. Right. You don't. If you know. told me that <laughs> like his son was a clone, I'd be totally down. But they they didn't. That's my only yeah. thing. Like, um, it reminds me in uh, this thing's been out for a while. The Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. It turns out Voldemort has like a daughter, mm-hmm. and it's like how that that's that type of person doesn't feel like the type of person who would do Get anything. Intimate? Yeah, to be intimate with anyone. I mean. So, yeah. It's not like he's Ozymandias or anything. And also, we don't know <laughs> that he was... I don't hate to go this dark, but we don't know that he was in love with anybody. Right, I'm not... But even even being intimate, period, to me, feels Ooh. weird. Not feel you. I, I, yeah. I, I, I thought I that was weird, that. too. I was like, oh, he had kids? I don't immediately think, like, he courted someone in a rom-com. Well, yeah. So mm-hmm. I... I it, it's just like eh. I wonder what his meat cute was with yeah. his wife. <laughs> like, I mean, he, he was, went to reach for his coffee. He was and probably was charming. And he accidentally <laughs> electrocuted her. Yeah. The, the, the oh, Sith. I'm so I'm, I'm so sorry. Back. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Sith tend to be pretty charming. What are you gonna do? I have ultimate power. <laughs> <laughs> These are your favorite flowers. <laughs> I want a rom-com How did now. you know? <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, shit. No, I thought that, too. I was like, ooh, wait. He had, he, did some, he, would, he had a relationship with a lady? All right. But in regards it. to the fight itself, that... that yeah, uh, like, then... how do you... Like, all right, we've basically... We have a stadium... I like the reveal of she's not alone down there with him. There's a stadium full of people. I didn't like that. That was um, weird. That's that what felt, I'm asking. Felt, that felt There's very, a, like... To me, the whole thing was better in principle than in practice. Okay. Like I like if I were to read it and imagine it in my head, it would have been cool, but seeing it on screen, I didn't think it was that great. And the fact that we never got a close up of who those people were. It doesn't make sense cuz like I assumed they were like brought back to life somehow. Uh-huh. Cuz if they were Sith, it's like if he had like hundreds well, of Sith, why weren't they doing it? So yeah. so he had just that a live studio audience on, yeah. on the sly. That's what it was. On the sly, he had an armada fleet right. that was more advanced weaponry and personnel for all of it. He he just had a whole yeah. like he just had like Apparently. a, a whole, whole cult's worth of of followers because like he had his own Sith troopers. He had his own somebody you, put him on at home. Yeah, they you even had fancy ass uniforms. So like there's yeah. some Sith seamstresses <laughs> yeah. um, making hats and shit. Yeah. Like they, they have they engineers, got whole, they got, got mathematicians, make the galaxy great again. They got a whole yeah. Sith marketplace, yeah. and it was all red. Yeah, <laughs> They're all up on a Shopify. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we were joking about this in the car, but we literally see on our way into that room that he has cloning tubes out the wazoo. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's entirely possible that he is just so megalomaniacal that he just has a bunch of clones waiting around to applaud. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's a good idea, um, though. You should uh, do that. I want some clones. Yeah, okay. I get so much more time. They all could have been Philip and Crushings. Hmm. What? Huh? What's her name? Was it Tag and Blink? No. Philip. Oh, Mr. Phillips. Uh, Mr. Phillips oh, and he's talking about from Watchmen. Yeah. Miss Crookshanks oh. and Crookshanks. Crookshanks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it felt big and epic. I, I did think that that was strange. All of those cats just hanging out, waiting around to cheer and chant. I don't even know what they were chanting. Um, what did you yeah. yeah, they were saying words, and I could not tell what they were saying. Yeah, when it comes out on Netflix or when it, you know, Sith just language, turn on whatever. Subtitles. It'll just say Sith. They were saying, yeah, like it'll just say inaudible Sith, inaudible Sith. Yeah, inaudible. Oh, I liked the little uh, the little uh, robot Smith. 
no, no, thank you. No, thank you. Oh yeah. What oh yeah. Dido? He was my. He's my Dido. new favorite. No, not the not the robot. Well, I mean, he was cute too. I mean, like the actual like little mechanic. Oh, the guy. I don't think he was a robot. Oh yeah, I he didn't was say a he was, he was a little robot. puppet. I said not the little robot. Oh. You guys are talking about Dio, right. not the robot. Yeah. the puppet, the little yeah. animatronic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he who, was great. Who, who operated on C three PO? Yeah, yeah, he was fun. And yeah, he, he just showed up in the ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'm here too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so sell those toys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like Dio. Dio was Dio was, I cool Dio was great. I loved his. No, thank you. No, thank you. Please don't. Th- no, thank you. Yeah, He's but my favorite. I like Dio, but I'm like, all right. They just keep trying to outcute themselves. Why is he there? Yeah, What's I mean, I like that he talked. I liked it. Yeah, like I don't like that enough. droids don't talk. It may it for me. It, like I don't really relate to like I've never really cared about any of the droids. Yeah, because they don't talk except for C three PO and he's annoying. That's not true. Um, KS two. Oh K two S O. K two S O and the yeah. the one from Solo. Well, I don't like them either. They're oh, boring. She's awesome. She was the best one. Yeah, she was starting an uprising of droids. It's fucking I w- awesome. How would you not watch a sitcom of K2SO and what's her name? Jen. Jen Erso? No. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, the, the droid and L3. L3? Yeah. Oh, just hanging out together? Just hanging out. Yeah, Love yeah. it. Just yeah. the two of them. They, there used to be a show. Was it a show back in the day? Just droids? Yes. It was a cartoon called yep. Droids? It was a cartoon. Give us, give us that. No. No, no, don't. No, no, don't. No, no, no. No, uh, I'm mad. There was there was no reference to the Christmas special. What are they doing? <laughs> you got Life Ewoks. <laughs> that, was, Ewoks. that was weird, actually. No nope. real, real thing. Nope, that was cute. It's weird that they're teddy bears. At the end, they walk. They did the same thing as Return of the Jedi, where like cuts to the plants. But it's weird. Like they only did like three, and one of them was Bespin. That seems strange to me. Which oh, one that was pretty cool? Cloud City. Oh, oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. It was it, a lot happening at once. It just yeah. seemed weird to me that like the ones they chose, like um, <laughs> the moon of Endor, mm. makes sense because it's it was the end of the last one. Jakku makes sense because it's Ray's home, but Bestman seemed weird to me because like I mean, it's fan service. It why? hasn't been like the Cloud City hasn't been seen since Empire. They've got to toss that yeah. shit in somewhere. Should have been Coruscant. There. Coruscant's gone, isn't it? No. Oh no, that's it's not. the problem. It's just a place that looked a lot like Coruscant. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. When the New Republic was killed in yeah. Force oh. Awakens. Oh, that wasn't, it wasn't Coruscant? Coruscant. I don't think so. Oh, it might shit. have been, but I you, don't think so. You've got a computer. That's true. <laughs> I should look it up. Um, well, wait. No, we'll all be quiet. Was there, <laughs> was there anything else that upset you, Lynn? No. Because you you felt. Why are you so mad? You, well, you had mentioned earlier <laughs> that you felt like you felt like this movie was also repeating a bunch of stuff. Like I said, the whole thing about you know they've got another planet killer and you know. Palpatine showing up again, and, just and like, also, right. and also, again, like we said, you know, um, he only has the one big idea. Yeah. Oh, Death Star, make it a whole planet now. We're gonna make it into the planet, make yeah. it bigger. I like the, the 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 brainstorming session after the Star Killer base gets destroyed. Yeah. Like, all right, guys, we would bigger. Now let's put them on ships. Yeah. Let's go yes. small. Um, let's, let's go, go small. small. Last because wearables are where it's at. Last yeah. time I was trying to get a Skywalker. <laughs> I was trying to get a Skywalker to 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 join forces with me. Um, so I'm going to have all of his friends in danger and I'm going to show him through the portal, through the glass, like, Oh, look, all your friends are in danger. If you don't join me, mm. that worked so well last time. I'm going to do it again. The whole, the whole, um, it's bigger. Cause all he could do is think bigger. Yeah, when the, now when I'm the, in the stadium. When yeah. The, yeah. When the, when the ceiling opens the up and he's opens. like, look, ah, your friends are in trouble. Nah. That, that reminded me, that hey, was something see? I nah. hated. <laughs> That's this almost the exact same as when he chose Luke. His friends getting defeated. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. Oh, I missed it. Sorry, that's I was what I'm saying. Up. He's only got the one idea. Yeah. So yeah. Th- I mean, so like uh, that that type of stuff was just yeah. annoying me. Just so we know, it was Coruscant is not part of the Hosnian system, which was destroyed. Thank you. Ah, oh, look at Brandon. 
Um, overall thoughts, I loved it. I, it was a bucket of fun. Should we I, all go around and say favorites? Like absolute favorite bit? Sure. No, you finish. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't want go to ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't have one. You start. God damn it, Brandon. <laughs> if you're going to jump in, you just got to jump. You got to go. You got to keep going. My favorite part was, um, <laughs> remember that part? <laughs> <laughs> Never back away. Um, you know, you know the one. It was in the movie. Yeah. yeah. That thing. Oh, that bit was great. <laughs> oh, actually. Wait. I do have best a favorite part. Best movies. What are we doing now? What's happening? Where am I? When Ben came back, I really liked seeing him like rushing, trying to save Leia. Or uh, Ray. Ray. Because it seemed... Because I don't know. I couldn't tell if Ray could tell that he had landed and she was just binding for time or if she was genuinely about to turn over. But I, if she wasn't, I liked that. He, I liked seeing him not with his little cloak or anything. Yeah. It looked like he just had a t-shirt. And he was just rushing to try and save her. I like. He wasn't that part. nearly as confident too, which was nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's you know that was something that occurred to me, um, and I think Len had mentioned something in the podcast, and maybe go, oh, okay, that makes sense. The fact he doesn't have all that anger mm-hmm. to rely on anymore, and now he really is a kind of a different person. Yeah. Um, because he let go of all that, and he's he's made this metamorphosis into this um, reg- more regular guy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, how come he's having so much trouble with the the guys that are his, you know his underlings but that makes a lot of sense the way um len made me feel better about that so yeah len did you have a favorite bit um you just want to be mad some more <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that i that i like i said i genuinely liked i liked um a lot of the the um the fights the lightsaber fight battles mm-hmm. they were cool mm-hmm. um i felt the same with you jd a little bit about how they kind of like separated Finn and Rose and you know like all the and especially since now Finn is now running around with somebody new as well you know who happens to be of the same color I do recognize that they kind of showed the connection as they were past you know former stormtroopers but even with that I still felt like, you know, like, oh, man, like, you know, like, wow. They could have they could have given that stuff to Rose. That easily still could have Which they set Rose. up in the previous movie. And you still could have had her. Be, that little connection of them being former stormtroopers. Like, yeah. she, that character still could have been there. And yet Rose still could have been integral, too. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a brutal moment where Rose is talking to Finn down on the planet and they're real close to each other, and he gives her he gives her sort of like a shoulder squeeze, like all right, well, peace, see ya. And I was just like, ooh. Yeah, he definitely put her. He like he, yeah. here, oh, go, me, you go be in a friend zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, a he probably, bit to the left. He probably friend zoned her like a year prior. Well, it is yeah. again. We're not trying to bring books into it, but they did in one of the books. Um, Finn said that he talked. He and Rose talked about it, and they decided to stay friends. Okay, all right. But my favorite part. If I'm thinking about it, really, was when they, um, after the big beginning, and they all get back to the planet, and they're they do have like they're almost like talking over each other, kind of like bickering and type mm-hmm. of stuff, like friends, and it was almost like you know, uh, Seinfeld through a Star Wars lens, and I, I that was funny. I, I yeah, enjoyed that. Fun. Yeah, it was it um it it was very snappy dialogue and very mm-hmm. uh friendly, but. Uh, animosity towards each other and stuff it was it felt like it felt like uh in empire uh han solo coming back to base and she is and and leia is yelling at him while they're walking and talking yeah, yeah. yeah. And walking are, talk. like it was it was just great like it was so <laughs> not quick-witted quite as bitter as when uh han solo goes to look for uh 
um, Luke and the the poor the poor like uh, soldier guy is like. Oh, you'll freeze to death out there. And he goes, I'll see you in hell. Like, All right, bro. Get fine. I was just letting you know it's cold. Um, oh, one other thing. Uh, I hate to backtrack, but one other thing that was set up in the previous movie that they uh, fixed here. A lot of the angry dude bros were like, uh, Ray is a Mary Sue. She doesn't even practice. They gave us a whole training sequence here of like, look, oh, guys, yeah. mm-hmm. she's practicing. She's training. I would think. I still think she is. I just don't think. I think Luke was too. I think yeah. that's a Star Wars thing. Yeah. I think she is a Mary that's... Sue, but I think Luke was a Gary Sue or whatever. Yeah. Was it Timmy Sue? Yep. Uh, Jimmy John? Yeah. <laughs> Delicious animals. Papa John's. Yeah. He was a Papa John. She's a Mary Eat Sue. Eat fresh. Gosh. Uh, did you give your favorite? No. He favorite didn't. moment? Yeah. yeah. Brandon wants to know. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? Or did he can finish his thought that I interrupted him, though. Never. Never. <laughs> are we recording still? Yeah. All right. Oh, are we? Uh, I thought you paused it. Um, uh, if I had a favorite moment, I don't know. There, um, uh, we're still very close to the movie. Um, there's a lot of things that I really enjoyed. I'm a, I'm much, I'm always more of a character person than I am like plot specifics. So everything that's like bubbling to the surface are like specific interactions or specific choices. Um, I really, really liked. I guess the lightsaber battle that we talked about before, like there's a trilogy of lightsaber battles in this movie and it's between Ray and, and Kylo twice and then mm-hmm. them team together. And the way that the three of those put together was just like almost its own story in itself, mm-hmm. which I just loved. And, and actually now that I'm thinking about it, their book ended like the, the first one ends with her stabbing him and killing and, and healing him. The second one or the, sorry, the first one is the two of them like, touching each other but not there mm-hmm. with each right, other right the second one ends with her stabbing and healing that him. second one is really cool that's the one yeah. that happens in the like the ocean type uh, of thing. yeah on the death on the death star ruins yeah that was fly um, that's oh god yeah and then the third one almost being a mix of the two of them not sharing the same space finally sharing the same space she saves mm-hmm. him or he saves her that time mm-hmm. so like it, the the those three together was like my favorite part of the movie so yeah most of the movie all right um, Fuck you. My, my, <laughs> my favorite thing was the thing that you mentioned in the middle where um they they were having the battle all, amongst all the crashing waves on mm-hmm. the death star ruins and you you get something that I, I was kind of amazed that we got which is that whole connection between leia and Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. um, and how she's the one who helps oh, right. yeah, bring his guard she, uh, down. She passed um, away yeah. and gets him stabbedied. Uh, so, like that whole little sequence, I really loved, and the fact that it gets, you know, um, bookended by the conversation with Han Solo. All of that stuff I thought was very effective and very moving, and uh, was probably my favorite, other than the sequence where they're, they're fighting each other. Um, mm-hmm. Kylo and um, Ray are fighting each other. Uh, in the village and on the de- on the mm-hmm. star destroyer. And speaking of Leia, Brandon, you had said earlier that you liked, for the most part, what they did with her, but there was one part that kind of like stuck out to you. Uh, I didn't love that Leia knew about Ray. That seemed weird to me because mm. just that she knew Ray was a Palpatine. Yeah, that's also kind of a throwaway line too. It didn't even need to be there. Right. He Which just is, mentions it like she knew too. That's what I was thinking. If she hadn't passed, that I think that would have been better. Because I think they would have had her explain it better than just Luke saying it. Yeah. But as it was, it just felt yeah, you know, it felt like a throwaway line and it felt like a big thing and it, it yeah, it didn't really make sense to me. So that was something I didn't love. But that's yeah. okay. Okay. I had a little bit of trouble with um and much as I loved seeing him on screen, Han Solo showing up as a, a memory that's that, talking directly to him. That was weird to me, yeah. But then 
every time we get a new Star Wars movie, they are revealing something about the Force that we didn't know from the previous film. So the fact that he's also able to talk to his memories. Yeah, maybe. what did we say in the like, car? Whatever. Like, where does your where does your suspension of disbelief when it comes to space wizards yeah. end? Yeah. Like, that they can see ghosts, but yeah. they can't interact with memories. Yeah. It like, seemed weird yeah. to me that his memory was what convinced him a little bit, only because, like, it wasn't a person talking to him. Like, if you're talking... I guess it kind of makes sense. But if I was talking to myself, which is basically what he was doing, yeah. I feel like that wouldn't necessarily convince me to, like... I mean... Yeah, but I don't actually, he- I think it's the other way around. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I don't, I'll cut you off. Well, I, I think the... I mean, I think I cut you off. No, go ahead. No, so I'll go. go. I think that um, uh, he was already on his way to that decision because yeah. of Ray and because of his mother reaching out to him. Yeah, because right. yeah. even if even if it was uh, uh, his own like deep seated memory that he's interacting with that was convincing him of something, it's himself convincing him of that. Right. Like, and I memory, was going to yeah. say pretty much what JD and Noel just said. So I'm just going to. Say we should that. all say it at the same time this right, time. One, two, three, Let's go. No. So it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, also uh, it just occurred to me as we were talking that. It even makes sense that it's his memory because he is reliving his worst moment with his father and reenacting it and choosing the other yep. outcome. He is mm. sort of just... God, it makes me like it more. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah because wasn't... Uh, I don't he, know if it was in this movie, but somebody somewhere, I just heard, somebody was saying about every time you remember something... Oh, it's a memory of the memory. It's not yeah, yeah, the actual Yeah, you always remember a li- something... A small thing about a chance. Oh my God! It was just in this episode of The Expanse that I just watched. That's you're that's watching The that's Expanse. Like, that's actually just, how memories work, though. Like when you remember something, you're not remembering the thing. Yeah, you're remembering your last recollection of it. Yes. Yeah, so which is it, why like it's, so it's, it's constantly diminishing and or changing. Yeah. Yeah. So like your your most cherished memories are probably the ones that have changed the most because yeah. you probably think, you about, think about them a lot and you move them around. Right. Mm-hmm. I hate that. But, all, but but that's what we're made all just this, matter. But that's what made that moment just <laughs> dead or alive. It's the same amount of my, Yeah, really, yeah, it's yeah. nice, right? Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, I really like this movie. I liked it a lot. I can't wait to see it yeah. again. Thursday y'all, night. Y'all Thursday making night. me like it more than I I initially did. Yeah, so yeah, that's I, why I'll we do give, it. That's the only reason we do this. I'll, show. Give, I'll give it four sabers. Oh shit! Oh shit! We oh, this review we turned a saber on. Like it was just a hill. Now it's like oh, I like Ray's new saber. Because when she was burying the other two lightsabers, I was like, honey, what do you? No, please don't. I wish. You're not. You're gonna really. And then when I real, when it's the revelation that she, oh, she made her own saber. Fuck yeah. awesome. Out of out of the hilt of her bow staff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which someday I, I hope we find out how she made it with the kyber crystal. Right. But how people make it is always like an interesting. Like there's always episodes of Rebels and what, Clone Wars and stuff about people making them, and it's always a cool little thing. So I'd like to see it, but I, I didn't need it in the movie. Yeah. But just like maybe like a comic or a book or something. Yeah, these it's are, a nice looking saber deep. too. I like that hilt. I um, appreciate it. That's and, why she made it. She was like, "Yeah, these are nice." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna um, bury this treasure. <laughs> and now that we're done with the Skywalker saga, um, you know, so they say we'll, we'll find out in you know five years when they do another one. But um, I now that I'm doing a deeper dive into the Star Wars mythos, I am excited that they'll finally be able to do more concrete stories about these characters because up until now, we've mostly been treading water anytime we get a comic book based on any of these guys um, or, or you know, Resistance, the, the cartoon. I tried two episodes of that and I'm, I don't think I care about it. Um, so I'm excited to see where these characters are heading moving forward because, of course, they're going to do comics or books about it. I doubt it. You know what? I think they'll do stuff before Episode 7. I don't think they'll do anything after they'll never take the characters forward i mean maybe someday but not in like books or comics i feel like they'll do it in movies at some point down the line okay but i don't think i think we're done with movies 
with these with these like this main cast. I think we're done with movies. That's I will. Yeah. There will well, probably be with what main cast? So the main cast of this like this trilogy, this trilogy which, is, think, which is Poe, Finn, and Ray. Uh, yeah, I think we're done with them as in movies. Um, maybe a fucking TV show twenty five years from now. You'll see, just like how Lando showed up in this one. But I think that for the right. most part, when it comes to prime time. Tele- or primetime movies with these blockbuster movies with these characters I think it's done I think I really do think it's done but there's a conveniently a two to three year gap between Last Jedi and this there's conveniently now revealed um, Luke training Leia I think that they're going to mine these right. gaps I mean, like this with all kinds of like yeah. ephemera with you know yeah. fucking comic books move books the whole nine but I, I think these movies are done Yeah, okay. they just uh, announced um a Kylo Ren comic. I think it's coming out either this week or next it week. It is. It's called The Rise of Kylo Ren. Yeah, and it the preview has Luke and War Santeca, so we can find out more about him. And Which one's that? In the first movie, the guy who gives Poe the, the map. Oh, right. It's going to be them versus the Knights of Ren. That's cool. So, yeah. So, we get more stuff. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So, this is going to be... He's going to be, be pre- Kylo or he's going to be Ben? Ben. Ben becoming Kylo? Ben know. becoming Kylo, if you're saying that they're fighting the Knights of Ren. It's The Rise of Kylo Ren. See, th- yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah, like I don't need that story. You don't need to read read it. it. I'm gonna read it. (laughs) Do I really need it? Why can't I just have it? Enjoy it. it? I don't need it, but why can't I just want it? (laughs) You know, it's for me. It's always like it's always about who's doing it for me. So like Jason Aaron doing the Star Wars comic book was great because it was just very well done. Between the raindrops, it felt like it had weight. But honestly, towards the end of it. They weren't doing anything. They were treading water after like 30 issues. Yeah. And I think that's everything that they're going to do within these like raindrops. It's got to have a definitive end or weight or it's just yeah. going to be. Yeah, meh. that's what I feel. Yeah, yeah like uh, Rebels. Rebels was. Well, that's what I was weight. getting ready to say. To, to, to retort, I was going to say, I didn't need Rebels, but holy shit, do I love Rebels. See, but Rebels is different characters. Yeah. This is but, Kylo. I don't need to know Kylo's story about how Ben got to the comic of his favorite sandwich. Some of my favorite things that I got from Rebels, these new characters, are dealings with previous characters like Ahsoka, um, Darth Maul, Mm -hmm. Darth Vader. um, Who else? Uh, Those are the main ones. Yeah. So, like, they're still dealing with characters that I am aware of and and have experience with, Mm -hmm. and they've given them definitive endings in Rebels. You find out the final fate of several characters in Rebels that I didn't know. So I didn't need it, but fuck did I love it. Yeah. Okay. But of course, that's one needle in a in a giant Star Wars haystack of mm. stuff that I'm just like, nah, all right, that was fine. How do you how do you go uh movies going forward? What do you what do you want and what do you think? Well, honestly, they're talking about like there's definitely not going to be another Star Wars movie for at least the next couple of years, um, which is good. Which is very good. Let us sit with it's it. Like twenty two or twenty three is. Well, I don't think they've even set a date yet. Uh, um, I thought they earmarked a date. They may have like penciled in something. I don't think anything's sketched. In yeah, stuff. that's how it works now. You have to like sit on a date and just see what yeah. happens. Yeah. But um, I don't. Depending on how long, considering how old Daisy Ridley is, I can certainly see her that character coming back in the movie. Maybe she's not mm-hmm. the star, but I can see her being in the movie. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, maybe it's like a pop in or whatever. Um, there will be more Star Wars movies as soon as they find a, you know, a big bad, you know, for them, you know, a story to make. 
honestly, I would be fine if there was never another Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I would be fine if they just did a whole series of like Star Wars series and maybe kind of link them all together in some way or another, or they just all little kind of like standalone things um, and just keep the keep it a, a, alive. Because remember, the gap between the four, five, and six and the prequels was long, yeah. and Star Wars lost no traction. Twenty twenty years. 22 yeah. years it was 80 90 99 mm-hmm. 90 99 and then the last the one before that was 84 wow. 80, 84 yeah about 84 84 45 was Jedi and then Phantom Menace was 98 or 99 99 yeah so I mean they I mean and now it's even more because Disney owns it so they're gonna they'll be in Disney World and Disney I think I think they're gonna do it all. Um, I I think that's I do think that the uh, further adventures of anything related to Skywalker is done. I think that there will be other shit that's like in between the spaces, whether it's a TV show. Actually, which they've already announced, mm-hmm. like we're gonna have an Obi Wan Kenobi TV show. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a Cassian Andor show, which will be like in that Rogue One vein. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rumors that there's going to be a Dr. Aphra show. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Uh, so, like, they're going to mine the Star Wars saga time frame as much as humanly possible. But for when it comes to large blockbuster movies, trilogies or not, I think it's going to be different. And I'm glad. Yeah, me too. I want past stuff. Yeah. I think your question was, like, what do we want to see next? Yeah. Um, I would want I want Old Republic stuff. I don't know anything about the Old Republic. Me neither. Games. I played, neither do I played I. the video game a little bit, but That's why I don't I'm know much about it. I, I want the future. Yeah, I yeah, want future I want, stuff. I yeah. want either, but I don't want directly tied to these people. Like, if it's no. future, I want, like, far in the future and about different people, or it's in the past, not tied to anyone, just far in the past. I would like to see how they fill the power gap that they that is now left mm-hmm. after the um, First Order is gone. Um, but it, please make it interesting. I don't want to hear any more trade embargoes and stuff like that from the prequels. It was a little, little bit too reliant on politics. I think that's just a problem with the movies that they just don't have enough time to make that stuff yeah. interesting. Because like, like this, 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 um, the sequel trilogy, like how the first order rose up, I think was interesting. But that yeah. was told in a book. Yeah. I, well, um, all of these movies have been breakneck paced. They yeah. have not been concerned with with uh, really explaining absolutely everything to you because they, like the time frame of each one of these movies is really only like a day or two. Mm-hmm. Like tons of shit happens out in the outside the frame, but the time span between these movies is usually less than a week. But. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you can email us at coltpopgo at gmail or oh hey you can order email the black troubles at blacktribbles at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can go to oh thank you so much pink apocalypse if you're listening to this i don't know but i have a new patreon who's helping out the show uh if you want to help out the show you can go to patreon.com slash johnny destructo or coffee.com slash johnny destructo and you can tweet at me at jd's hero complex noel where can the people find you uh you can probably find me on the social medias uh on twitter at mr bartocci m-r-b-a-r-t-o-c-c-i or just hit up the facebook page i'll jump in and brandon uh, I don't have anything, but if you listen to Gutter Talk, don't forget there's a Gutter Talk survey up on the Cold Pop Go podcast Facebook, Facebook page, page and I think the Black Tribbles podcast Facebook page. Nice. And that'll be up for a little while, so please take it. What kind of survey is that? It is a sur- it's a we're just trying to get to know the fans. It's a, a little bit about who people are. It should only take like a few minutes. Cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, and we'll talk at you later. Da da da. Da da da.
Ba 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 